All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Stock Market Update. It is Monday, April 25th, and wow, there's a lot to talk about because on Friday, stocks fall. The Dow has its worst day since 2020. The S&P and Nasdaq have three losing weeks in a row. This morning, fear about a COVID breakout in China. So we got to talk about this and heavy earnings week. More than 160 companies are reporting earnings. Plus, we'll show you how we trade these crazy markets. But uh, before we dive in and I show you what's moving the markets. Hi, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And uh, together we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And every morning we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters and reports, and then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. If this is your first time here, I know it can be a little bit overwhelming, but don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description, and that's a great place to get started. All right, Mark, Monday morning. And before we take a look at the charts and how we are trading the markets, let me share something with you real quick, because I'm still in Boston here with Vivian and Julius. And uh, yesterday, Vivian wanted to go to a cool coffee shop called The Thinking Cup on Hanover Street here. That's a famous street. And uh, she went there last year when she visited Julius and said, they have the best salmon bagel ever. Mm. Dang. <laughs> See, I'm still <laughs> trying this keto thing. So I really shouldn't have a salmon bagel, at least a bagel in salmon bagel. <laughs> Anyhow, so he looked at me uh, a little bit sad and said, so you're not going to have the best salmon bagel ever with me? All right. So here we are. The world champion fight. Keto versus disappointed teenage daughter. Knock out in the first two seconds, <laughs> making my daughter happy when one million to one to zero <laughs> against keto. So I said, yeah, well, but we're luck. Today is my cheat day. So, so we took an Uber to the coffee shop and ordered two of the best seven bagels ever. Oh, unfortunately, it seems they must have changed something because both Vivian and I agreed that the, uh, that the bagels were just okay and no longer deserved their title. Anyhow, so uh, before we left the coffee shop, we even wanted to have something sweet. And so we decided to go for Boston cream pie. Have you ever had a Boston cream pie? I have. I have. Pretty tasty. It's good. We, so we, we ordered it to go and then uh, enjoyed it in the sun and uh, see happy smiley face. And, and then we went uh, to watch Julius racing. Unfortunately, by then, the sun had disappeared and the wind had picked up. So we, we stood at the Charles River watching Julius race and we are cold. It's 48 degrees here, minus the wind chill. So cold, not used to it. <laughs> and so as you can see, we're not dressed in it at all. After all, in Austin, it's a balmy, what, 89, 87 degrees or something like this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can hear all of your viewers say, there's no, uh, no such thing as bad weather. There's just bad clothing. Have you ever heard that, Mark? <laughs> you're wrong. I've not heard that one, but I, there, there's a point there. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. Because for Vivian and I, sitting on the bench at the Charles River, huddled together and watching Julia sailing while the wind was blowing through our light jackets as if we didn't wear them, uh, it was bad weather. There was bad weather. Now, on the other hand, for Julius and the other sailors, it was great because the wind was perfect for sailing. When, oh, boy, we were miserable. And I, I think even with warmer clothes, we would have still been miserable. I, I'm just not made for <laughs> cold weather. And uh, Yeah, I know, I know, I know. In Germany, it's really cold in winter, but that's why I left and moved to Texas. <laughs> I don't know oh, about no, you, but I'm much happier. When it's sunny and the temperatures are in the 70s and 80s and uh, 
uh, when, when I'm cloudy and uh, it's windy and temperatures in the 40s, not that happy. But, but I, you see, so talking about trading, it's same true when trading, right? Because the choppy market conditions that we saw in the, the first quarter in the past few months here probably destroyed a bunch of trading accounts. And for us, it was one of the best quarters ever. Uh, I'll actually link to a, a YouTube video here at the end of this, uh, this show here where you can see my results. So it's not about the market conditions. It's out of all about what strategies you use to trade them. And uh, I can tell you the strategy that Vivian and I used for the cold weather. Here's what we did. We decided to get some lunch and then get back to the hotel to warm up. And then we met Julius <laughs> after sailing and we spent a great evening together. Anyhow, so this, this worked much, much better. Okay, <laughs> but let's actually talk about the markets and what is happening here. Boy, what a Friday. Absolutely, Mark. Hey, sounds like you're having a great time. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> We're next time, bring time. your jacket. <laughs> bring your Boston jacket. No, uh, I mean, gosh, Marcus, I, I think we need to talk about the the Dow, really. I know you have the S&P. Yeah, up, let's bring but... up the Dow. So we see the Dow there. We're on a daily chart. And Friday was just open and drop. So uh, a big slide on Friday. The Dow having its worst one-day performance since 2020. Uh, back in October 2020 uh, is when the, the Dow had a worst day. Dropped more than 900 points, almost a thousand points, and pushed the the index uh, into its uh, fourth weekly uh, loss in a row. Yeah, so the Dow already had four weekly losses. So here we are in a weekly chart. Looks a little bit harmless there. And if you look at uh, the the S and P on a weekly chart, looks much different. And uh, the S and P and Nasdaq had three weekly losses. I switched back to a daily chart because they also had pretty bad days on Friday. So pretty much all indices are massively down and i mean we came out of a good march i mean march was like hey this looks good and now we're yeah. back i mean the nasdaq is now back in bear market territory yeah, interesting to, to see the the change there in april uh right uh, april tends to be a good month uh, for the indices historically but uh this time given up the march gains and and uh now the the s p is down i think 5.7 for the month yeah uh so having a tough time yeah and uh, also falling below it's a 50-day moving average again i mean we brought up the 50-day and uh it held pretty well last week above the 50-day but then boom thursday and friday just wiped it out okay so, so let's talk about it well what's uh, what's on the agenda for this week uh, because last week it was all about uh well basically interest rates right this is where we had the the 10-year yield scratching 3% last week because Paul was speaking. But this week, different story. At least kicking it off. It sounds like the, the flavor of the week is the COVID broke at, breakout in China uh, and, and concerns there. Uh, Asian markets cratering uh, and just uh, the slowdown in in the Shanghai or in, in the... Uh, was it Shanghai or what region was it in China? Either way, yeah. Um, just I mean, crude oil getting hammered. Oh, there you go. You bringing up the, uh, the Shanghai, Shanghai composite. composite. I mean, it's at a fifty-two week low right now. I mean, it got yeah. hammered down five percent, and that's trickling into U.S. markets. Uh, 
really for two reasons. Oil's getting hammered now because demand could be slowing and uh, that's having an impact on energy stocks. But you also have concerns about the supply chain again, right? It seems like every time we start to get out of this supply chain issue, now if uh, there's products that, that can't be uh, produced in in China and then delivered on time, and then the, we're already dealing with inflation and that was blamed on supply chain issues, you know, how long is this gonna go? Yeah, and I mean, this was super interesting this morning because everything is down. Look at this, the 10-year yield this morning down almost 3%. Then, as you just said, crude oil down 5% and the indices are down. So we will take a look at what's happening here in pre-market trading at the, the stock index futures. Uh, but boy, <laughs> I mean, this is where this morning we're not off to a good start. I mean, it seems that we have a continuation of the sell-off here of Thursday and Friday. Exactly, because I mean, if the Fed is using... Uh, interest rates to combat inflation and one of the the big unknowns but supposedly something that could help inflation was more product you know more more supply because if supply jumps and then inflation is being combated by inflation uh, by interest rates you kind of have this nice scenario for things to calm down a bit right now that's not the case yeah. but traders are now turning their attention to something else yeah, but, but looking at the at the week ahead, let's uh, take a look here at the economic calendar uh, to see what is happening. So, I mean, the economic calendar, fairly light, uh, but we, we definitely have uh, the, the consumer confidence here tomorrow. That's an orange flag, so not that big, but I think the big one will be on Friday, the core PCE price index. So, I mean, this is another inflation uh, yeah, gauge and uh, the, the Fed. Yeah is paying somewhat attention to it. But I mean, right now we want to know, okay, has inflation peaked? Is this over? And until then, I think it will be all about earnings. And that was that something else that I was <laughs> referring to. It's a busy week, the, the busiest week yet uh, for earnings. Yeah, I mean, who all do we have for reporting earnings? I mean, we have 160 companies reporting earnings uh, out of the S&P 500. So that's, uh, sure. that's almost a third of the companies. Yeah, that, that's a lot. And they're big names. Amazon, Apple, Alphabet. Yeah. There you go. So I'm bringing up Apple. I mean, we don't have to go through every one, but yeah, well, what else do we have there this week? It, it's mainly tech stocks Meta. that are reporting. Meta and Microsoft. Yeah. So this will be a big one. And uh, I mean, I, I, I think the, the big theme for companies this week is don't pull a Netflix. <laughs> because last week Netflix got hammered. Uh, I mean, down 35%. So that's kind of crazy. And uh, that's basically, right now people are fearing that maybe Facebook could have a similar fate here than, uh, than Netflix. So we'll see. That's, uh, that'll be super interesting this week. Agreed. All right. Then also on the weekend, well, we have the, what, Woodstock for Capitalists, Berkshire Hathaway's uh, annual shareholder meeting in person again. So this will be okay. where in Omaha, right? Yeah, yeah. So the first time in person since 2019, they've uh, done it virtually because of COVID. And we'll, we'll see what good old Warren has to say. Yeah. All right. So the key question is, how are we trading the markets this week? What are we going to do, Mark? <laughs> well, look for opportunities and this is where when we have this this you know downward move 
selling premium and, and selling puts in particular uh, can be a nice uh, way to make money. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we had a really good day on Friday selling premium, right? What were the new positions that we entered on Friday? Uh, we entered... Uh, Macy said Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. Again, right? hmm? yeah. yeah. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. So here we sold, uh, I need to address it, uh, the 40... Which one did we sell? The 40... 44.50 puts. Yeah. So let me address this. So it was the 44.50 puts expiring uh, this week. So that's great. We'll see what happens there. Let me adjust the, the coordinates. Uh, and then uh, we sold Macy's again. Macy's again. Yep. So Macy's has been popping up on the scanner recently and uh, it has been good because it's just going sideways. So this is also the puts expiring on uh, Friday. Which one did we do with the 23, right? 23. 23. Yep. So, I mean, and we have been collecting premium here very, very nicely. And uh, I mean, we just stick to our plan. I received a comment on, on YouTube where, where somebody said, oh my gosh, uh, the, the markets are crashing, the markets are falling. Are, are you adjusting your strategy? No, we're, we're not, right? I mean, we just trade our strategy and follow our plan. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, even when markets can be tricky, there's going to be stocks that stand out. Like uh, Macy's in, in particular, it's holding up well in spite of, the Dow being down four weeks straight and and uh, Nasdaq being back in correction territory, right? Yeah. Uh, so another advantage too is when you're selling premium and there's more fear in the market, premiums go up. So that means we could collect even more or we could be more conservative with where we go to sell strikes. So it's actually a, a bonus. Yeah, talking about uh, the, the fear factor, I brought up the VIX, which is the fear gauge. And I mean, it's now stretching 30 again. You see, it has been in the low 20s, between 20 and 25, jumping higher on Friday. This morning, briefly trading at 30, right now retracing a little bit. Uh, so we'll take a look at uh, what the what the markets are doing pre-market here in just a moment. But I want to bring up one more thing before we take a look at this. Did you see the new Amazon headquarter that, they're, uh, that they want to uh, build in Virginia? I did not. In Arling look at this. Isn't this looking cool? Right. That's fancy. <laughs> right? That's what I thought. It looks really, really fancy. So uh, uh, it's in Arlington and they, they just gave approval and said, yeah, sure, you can build it. So I, I think it looks pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Interesting. So let's take a look at the pre-market action here. Uh, so let's actually start with the E-mini S&P and I bring up a five-minute chart here. And uh, here we see, I mean, considering that uh, the, uh, the Shanghai market has sold off by 5%, futures are hanging in there. I mean, we're pointing to a slightly lower opening, but only by 0.3%. And things are, the, that loss is actually getting smaller too. We, we've seen that the futures markets are starting to, to head higher as we approach the open. So we'll see if we can close that gap. Yeah. Uh, so NASDAQ, very, very similar picture here. And pretty much all three indices are in line uh, this morning. So uh, it looks like uh, the Dow is opening with a 0 0.26, 0.27% loss. Uh, the, the NASDAQ might open with 0.3% loss, and so does the S&P. So pretty much in line. There's no rotation going on right now. It's just the fear yeah. over the COVID outbreak there in China and how this can impact U.S. companies. 
All right, cool. Well, as, as promised, uh, I'll link to a video here uh, that shows you exactly how I did uh, in the first quarter. So take a look at this. There's also another cool video for you. And uh, then have a great rest of your day and we'll see you tomorrow morning in the stock market update. Happy trading, everybody.